Welcome from Victim to Victory to our podcast. I am Miss Mary, your host and holistic wellness coordinator. Our mission is to share good news. You are not a victim. You are victorious. You can live a full, good life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment, encouraging you to live your best life. Simply put, encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Greetings and welcome to From Victim to Victory's podcast, episode 62. I am Miss Mary, your host, and the mission of From Victim to Victory is to share good news. You're not a victim, you are victorious, and you can live an abundant life victoriously. Our goal is to help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do each week on this podcast, encouraging everyone to live their best life by possessing the holistic approach, making a lifestyle of positively feeding spirit, mind, and body. Simply put, I love to say encouragement and empowerment are our business. And this is what we do. Let us go to the throne of grace. Precious Father, thank you for this another beautiful day you have blessed us to see. Thank you, God, for your grace, your mercy, and your favor. Thank you for all your wonderful blessings. Thank you for this another opportunity to come before you with our guests today and our listeners Thank you, Lord, for your communication. I always love to say, and thank you, Father God, for revelation. And thank you for transformation because we know we are growing. <laughs> we have been learning a lot on how to take care of these temples. So we certainly thank you. We can't do that without you. And we want to do your will. We want to take care of your temple as you have given us that responsibility to do. So we're still growing, but thank God, thank you, Father, that you are helping us to progress. And my listeners, we, well, myself as well, we won't leave this, this, this podcast the way we came, but we will leave with more wisdom. And we said once again, knowing uh, helps us to to do better. If we know better, we do better. And so that's what I am um, thanking you for and our listeners and all everyone that uh, is joining us. And Lord, thank you for always supplying every need and you know every need that is needed. So we want to thank you for that and the many, many blessings. All righty, I'm going to um, say Thank you, Father, and give you, we give you all the glory and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. All right, Miss Mary got long-winded again. I just, <laughs> sometimes it's there, but I can't get it out. But God, that's the one thing about him. He knows your, he knows our hearts. He knows. Yeah. So um, I thank you um, 
listeners for joining us and thank you if you're a first time listener thank you for tuning in uh, I know that our regular listeners are doing their homework each week and we'll talk about that later <laughs> but um, right now I want to remind uh, we recommend uh, that you get a pen and paper or a computer tablet or whatever it is that you can take some notes uh, because uh, I emphasize to you, you heard me in the uh, welcome and introduction that this is an educational podcast. So it's always great, guys, to have uh, uh, notes. I know uh, Miss Mary old school. Um, I know we have all these computer tablets and everything, but I always love to have me a paper and pencil in hand, too. So um, you want to give you a moment to do that if you haven't. So, okay. Well, I tell you, listeners, you know Miss Mary is always excited. I am excited and delighted because I have joining me today for her first time is Erin Williams. So let me share a little bit with you about Erin. She is a licensed clinical social worker in the state of Georgia. She has a passion for mental health and has worked in the behavioral health industry for almost 10 years. After graduating in 2012 with her Master's of Social Work degree, Erin provided community-based therapy for children and adolescents. She soon moved on to to crisis intervention and has worked full-time as a mobile crisis clinician for eight years. In April 2020, she finally took the leap and launched, she finally, excuse me, she finally took the leap and launched her private practice, Words of Love Counseling, LLC. I love that name. God has allowed her and her practice to grow professionally and personally. Erin strives to empower others by encouraging healthy relationships with self and others. In her spare time, Erin loves to sing, laugh, and spend time with her loved ones. Okay, wonderful. So now you know a little bit, and I do too, uh, a little bit more about Erin. So Erin, I want to welcome you to the podcast, first of all. And um, also to the Team Victory so um, I thank you so much for joining us. And usually, as I say to my first-time guests, uh, it's your first time, but you better know it won't be your last time. <laughs> and so once I again, I, <laughs> I want to welcome you uh, once again to Team Victory. And also, I want to... Um, you know, just thank you so much. I tell, I can tell you have a yes spirit. Uh, I want to say kudos to my friend, John McEady. Also, uh, you, you guys know John hasn't been on in a while, but um, he is uh, one of our team uh, members as well. He always comes on and give us, John is a researcher. I always call him one of my research, <laughs> researchers. So he always come on and bless us uh, when he comes with some wonderful information. So 
I want to say thank you to John. John actually has uh, referred several people to me, and um, they've come and shared, and it's always, always good. So I already knew when um, John referred me to Erin, um, she would be great. Um, and good for the team. And she has, she has come. It was just confirmed. And uh, as I said, um, it has, she has um, just truly um, have a yes spirit. And I appreciate, Aaron. I especially want to thank you for your patience with me um, because I'm trying to, I was trying to get, be proactive and get a handle on this uh, sound issue things because I, our listeners know what I'm talking about. Um, we have had, I've had some challenges with sound in the last, in the last couple of weeks. So I thank you so much. Um, and I was thinking, I said, oh, that's not a, that is not a good start to start off with a first time guest <laughs> but um you have been so patient and working with me on um trying to do our, our sound check and get it together i appreciate it so and in addition to that i am really grateful uh, god is really expanding our team um it is wonderful you are in addition to our mental wellness team and um, the area of, of mental wellness is so, so needed. Um, and actually, I attended, and I do um, from time to time in my workplace because I know it, it is so important in um, education for me as well as for so many is desperately, desperately needed. I um, attended a webinar on Wednesday on um, the stigma of mental health. And uh, it was it was just so eye opening, and I, I mean, it was an hour, but I learned a lot in that hour. So uh, about you know, I always say it's power in our words. So we have to really watch what we say. Um, but it was very very uh, informative and educational. So um, today we're um, we are having a conversation. What I usually do, listeners. Um, with my mental wellness um, team, I usually will ask um, what is the common thing that the, their clients are coming in with. So uh, when I asked Erin, um, she said boundaries. So I was like, wow, I, I can really, and I could really see that. I could really see that. I thought that would be a really a great topic. So she picked boundaries. So today, that is what we're going to be talking about. So, Erin, um, I'm going to pass the mic to you now and close my mouth for a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to figure out where to start with boundaries because boundaries is such an important topic, but it's also, it can be very uh, broad, I guess. And so I first wanted to kind of discuss what exactly are boundaries. Um, and so as we start, the main thing when we think about boundaries um, is that it is an agreement that we make with ourselves. Uh, so a lot of times you may hear mental health professionals call it your personal bill of rights. And so this agreement with yourself pretty much defines how you experience or want to be treated and also how you will treat other people wow. um, and so in those yeah so in those expectations um, the main goal when you have 
or when you want to set boundaries is prioritizing your needs. Um, and I want to say needs and not necessarily want um, because our needs are something that is innate within us, right? Um, and so wants may not always be, uh, wants, what we want may not always be what we need. Really, um, Aaron, so wait a minute, wait a minute, Aaron. Let me stop you right there. Really, really? Because, you know, we really, really good at getting confused with our, we think it's all, all our, our needs. We, you know, we we think it's, it's all our needs. So we really do it. Mm-hmm. Have a hard time with yes. that one. <laughs> yes, and we confuse what we need with what we want. Right. And sometimes, as we all know, <laughs> if we get what we want all the time, it's not necessarily the best for us. Um, so it, it, making a boundary for yourself forces you to really pay attention to what you need, not so that you can put yourself above other people, Uh, but so that you can be the best version of yourself. Um, And so when I was thinking about this, I said, well, I can talk about what boundaries are, but what boundaries aren't is just as important. So when you're thinking about setting boundaries, it's not a license for you to disrespect or discount others' feelings or to use those boundaries as a punishment. What you're really trying to do is... um, Invest in yourself so that you can be your best self for you, but also for those around you, your loved ones, your coworkers, um, even strangers. You want to present the best version of yourself. Hmm. Um, and so this is also a form of self-care and self-empowerment. There are many times, um, at least with the clients that I see, where they don't feel empowered. Um, they feel like they have to let everyone walk all over them. Uh, they don't feel that they have a lot of self-worth, and that translates into how they allow others to treat them or how they allow others to step over the boundaries that they've attempted to set. Um, your boundaries are also a chance for you to advocate for yourself. So as mental health professionals, we want to empower others. We are trained to be advocators, right? and to um, help people to recognize their strengths, help people to gain access to resources. Uh, But you also have a natural resource within yourself, which is uh, to recognize what you need and to advocate for that need. And even to get that, because I find uh, one of the things, and even with myself, I am am getting to know myself, you know, and, and, and that's real key. It's getting to know yourself. We need help with that. Um, so, um, because certainly if you don't know who you are, then it's difficult to set, you know, I think it's difficult to set boundaries when you really don't know. Well, not necessarily to set boundaries, but once again, knowing yourself and what you want. Mm-hmm. Versus, like you say, and what you need, what you need. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm glad you said that because that is um, part of what I was thinking about when I said, okay, well, how can we tell people to set their boundaries? The main and most important part of setting a boundary is knowing yourself Mm -hmm. and taking some time to really figure out what do you need? What makes you stressed? What causes you to be resentful or anxious? Um, And you have to pay attention to those triggers. Pay attention to how you respond physically 
or emotionally to uh, certain conversations or certain requests um, or even certain people. And so there are a lot of times where we may be unhappy with a relationship or within um, a a job setting, um, and we know that we're unhappy, but we don't know what we need. And if we don't know what we need, how can we articulate that and set that boundary? Um, So the biggest thing is knowing yourself, really paying attention to your reactions to your environment and to the people within your environment. Um, This is very important in every aspect of life. Uh, So I know when the last few clients that I've had, uh, there's not only an issue with boundaries as far as relationships, right? When we think of boundaries, we really think of maybe romantic relationships. But it's also important with familiar relationships Mm. uh, in professional settings spiritual settings. I know a lot of times, I'll speak personally, uh, I've had a difficulty and I've struggled with saying no when it comes to (laughs) church activities, right? I can relate to Uh that well. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. If you don't say no, if they know you as saying yes, and it's not ill intent, as far as I know, mm-hmm. um, but they're going to go to those that are willing to serve. And when you're always willing to serve, eventually you're going to get tired. I know they right. start to call on the same people over mm-hmm. and over, right? Yes. And so there was mm-hmm. a point in my spiritual journey where, um, you know, I was up on stage every week, either singing or doing some kind of uh, announcements or activity. Mm-hmm. And after a while, it's like, okay, I want this rest, and I need to be able to relax. Well, you know, sometimes I want to sit in the congregation and enjoy everything. Um, Absolutely. But that starts, to, that starts to lead to burnout. And so I saw, especially spiritually, I saw myself getting burned out um, with having to wake up and go to church and knowing that I was going to be um, quote unquote on the job every time I would go to church mm-hmm. um, so I say that to say it's important in every facet of your life uh, to be able to set boundaries and be able to say hey you know what I just can't do it this time mm-hmm. I need to rest mm-hmm. um, and feeling okay with that yeah that is so true Erin um, <laughs> and I can relate well but that is so true learning how to say no no, you know, because mm-hmm. we say yes for the wrong reasons sometimes, you know. We mm-hmm. say yes for the wrong reasons, um, as you, you were saying. We always say, they call on the faithful few. But then, too, um, mm-hmm. I'm a biggie on um, gifts and spiritual gifts. I'm a biggie on gifts mm-hmm. and knowing your lane. So, you know, because you mm-hmm. want to be helpful once again. Yep. But we have to learn to, as you say, set boundaries. We have to learn to say no. Otherwise, because you will, you you will get burned out. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that I think I would say most of us, right? We know for the most part when we want to say no, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think there's ever a situation where it's like, oh, I didn't know I could say no. I didn't know that I was uncomfortable with it. But I think the issue comes in is. Um, Therapists have therapists, right? So I had 
I have a therapist. Um, and there was one time where I wanted to say no to something and I was, you know, telling her I just feel bad because usually when I say no, I have a concrete reason, right? Uh, I have a prior engagement. Um, that's not within my skill set or, you know, I don't have the money to do it, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. But there are some times when we just don't feel like doing something, right? Mm-hmm. Our body is anxious about it. We're stressed about it. Mm-hmm. Um and she said, it's okay to be able to say no without having an explanation. Right. And that's part of prioritizing your needs. Our body needs rest. Mm-hmm. Our mind needs rest. Um, mm-hmm. So even if you don't have another appointment in that time slot or another obligation, you can say no just because right. you need a rest. Right. That goes okay. back to your your next where you're going to self-care. And self-care is very important. I would say you can't take care of others unless you take care of yourself. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How am I going to be, why or how, how should I say this? Why should I say yes when physically and mentally I am beat down? And then when I do the job. I either have a bad attitude about it or I can't do it to the best of my ability because my body is just worn out or I just don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we have to give ourselves permission. And that's a str- some are good with being like, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, but there are some of us, myself included, where it's like, I don't know if I can, I don't know, I'm feel guilty if I say no. Right, Even if right. it's not a life or death situation, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll feel guilty. So let me just kind of avoid being uncomfortable in that moment um, and go along with it. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. I've been there. <laughs> done that mm-hmm. sort of you don't want to yes. say no to and certain people you know certain people ask you you know so you so yeah definitely we have mm-hmm. to mm. mm-hmm. um so I also while we are on the subject of saying no without explanation I also want to make it clear that boundaries can be fluid uh let me preface it by saying there should be a balance, right? So you don't want to always, you don't want to create a rigid boundary where nobody can get past it. But you also don't want to, you know, be a pushover and just kind of let everybody come and go as they please. Um, So it's important to realize that boundaries don't have to be permanent. They can be adapted. They can be flexible. Oftentimes, one boundary that we have for one person or one environment may be different for another person mm-hmm. or another environment. I was just, I'm um, gonna, I was so just getting ready to ask you. I'm sorry, and I was just getting ready to ask you. Okay. So, and I was just getting ready to say that, that, that it depends on, you know, it depends on mm-hmm. the, the individual as well. Because people are different. Mm-hmm. And so. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So boundaries, um, let's say one. So, for instance, my boundaries that I set with my mom may be different than the boundaries I set with my pastor or a praise team member, Um, right? And so it really just, number one, we'll go back to you really have to know yourself. Mm -hmm. So my boundary that I set for myself may not 
be the same boundary that Mary sets for herself. Um, so we have to take that into account that boundaries can be flexible. They're not permanent or written in stone. If you feel like a boundary that you set has not been helpful or has uh, impeded a relationship, you, of course, are more than welcome and within your right to evaluate that boundary and change it if need be. Um, okay. <clears throat> so how do we go about setting these boundaries? Of course, as we talked about, knowing yourself. So continually paying attention to what your triggers are, uh, what your physical and emotional reactions are, and then taking that information and saying, okay, what would help me to feel less stressed? Uh, so-and-so calls me all day, every day. I'm starting to get anxious when I see the phone ring and I see their name. Um, what would make you feel better? Well, if they stopped calling me after 7 p.m., I think I would feel better. I would have my night to myself or whatever the case is. Um, so really paying attention to what what causes you anxiety and stress. Also, being real realistic about it, right? Uh, so when someone first comes to me, uh, I don't want to say, well, you need to cut this relationship off in the first session, right? We want to practice boundary settings with something that is not as uh, threatening or scary, right? So I might say, for instance, okay, well, why don't you practice what was one that I gave a recent client? It was an issue with her mom. So I said, why don't you make a list of things that mom can do without your assistance that isn't life or death, right? Uh, so it may be she can order groceries online without my assistance. So practicing small boundaries so that you can get into the routine and the habit um, and, of course, build up that courage and assertiveness for bigger issues that you may be dealing with. Um, another part of being realistic is if you have a relationship where you are talking to each other 24-7, 365, a boundary of, well, I'm just going to cut them off cold turkey and never talk to them again may not be realistic, depending on the relationship, of course. Um, so really think about what you can implement um, realistically in your life. A good boundary is one that you can be clear and direct about. So um, oftentimes we'll tell people to use if and then statements in difficult situations. Uh, for instance, if you keep talking to me in a disrespectful tone, then I'm going to end this conversation. Um, or in relationship, romantic relationships often we'll say use I statements. So I need um, to feel like I'm cherished in order for me to be secure in this relationship. Um, and the last thing that I often say when it comes to being direct and being clear is learn to say no in your own language. Um, so I'll take it personally again. Me and no, I'm still working on no right? Just saying no, period. Um, so oftentimes I might say I'm unavailable. 
uh, that's my go-to, actually. I'm not available, whether it's mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever the case is, I'll say I'm not available. Mm, that's good. Um, I'm going to use that, Karen. Same, yeah, <laughs> that's say, good. Listen. That's very direct, you know, because people, you and you mm-hmm. have to, that's a good point because um, you have to make your no clear because sometimes people don't mm-hmm. understand no. So you, you know, mm-hmm. you have to, you, you have to make it clear. Mm-hmm. You do. Um, on the flip side of that, whatever your no is in your language, language, um, practice being able to say no and keeping it a no. So, when oftentimes when people have trouble setting boundaries, they may initially say no or I'm not available or whatever. The issue then comes in when the other party gives pushback, right? And now we're feeling uncomfortable or we're feeling guilty um, about saying no. And that is when we let people overstep a boundary that we attempted to create. Um, So practicing that no being concrete is really important. Because we can be clear and direct all day, but if we're not following through with it, Mm -hmm. you know, what's the point? Mm -hmm. And it's how I think, too, um, and and you, you, I'm asking for your feedback on this. I'm just thinking body language says a lot as well. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know the way you yeah. say it <laughs> mm-hmm. that nonverbal communication mm-hmm. yes mhm and unfortunately and i i don't i don't i don't like that it's this way but those who are um skilled at overstepping boundaries right they can read all of those nonverbal cues so yeah my no may be no Right, but how is my tone when I say it? Do I sound, um, you know, timid? Do I sound like I'm kind of questioning it? And they're going to pick up on all of that. And then that's their their chance to say, okay, well, I can kind of give her a little pushback. Is it no or why don't you want to do it? Is it because you don't love me or whatever the case is? Um, is it because you don't want to be here anymore? Um, so, you know, I think that's a great point. And when we say no, make sure that our tone and our body mm-hmm. language uh, shows that as well. So be confident in in your no's. I feel like we're saying no a lot, but be confident <laughs> in that answer. Um, and then if they do get pushed back, as we know some people will, you don't. You aren't required to give them an explanation. I'm not available. They're pushed back again. I, I'm sorry. I'm just not available. And that's good. And I think that, that is so important, uh, Aaron. I think that's so important mm-hmm. um, because you know many times we think that we have to give an explanation, and then that's mm-hmm. why that's when it sometimes it turns into. Uh, doesn't necessarily be truth, you know, because you feel like you have to give yeah. an explanation <laughs> instead of just like you said, I love, I'm not available and just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then when they start to push, well, why I don't have to tell you why I just, I, mm-hmm. you know, I answered your question or I answered that right. I'm not available. 
So I think that's a great point that, um, you know, that we don't necessarily have to give an explanation because people Mm -hmm. many times feel that they have to get a, give an explanation. And when you, Mm -hmm. when you really don't. That's true. Um, and also what I found when I do give explanations is people use that as an end or as a way to kind of feel around for a little opening for that boundary. So oftentimes explanation just gives them, it invites them to give you some pushback. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and so lastly, I have uh, build a good support system. Um, so oftentimes uh, when I want to say no, right, and it can be for valid reasons, like I said, it can be for I just don't have the energy to do it, I just want to rest, I just want to be in my bed and not do anything. Um, It helps to have a really good and balanced support system that can validate your needs um, and encourage you to be assertive. Um, So, you know, there are times when I'll run my thoughts past a really good friend and say, okay, am I being crazy about this or am I overlooking something? Like, is this something that um, I need to second guess myself on? Uh, And then you want people that are going to be honest with you Mm -hmm. and, you know, give you the real deal. Like, yes, I think you're overreacting or no, you know, you're valid. You need to rest. Having that backing can give you a little more courage to say that no mm-hmm. and be firm in it. That's good. And then not feel guilty later, you know, because mm-hmm. you said no. Exactly. So once again, exactly. that's good. That's good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why are boundaries important? Um, and there are two main things. So I think when I started Uh, talking about what boundaries were, I mentioned that they were, you know, a a contract with yourself or an agreement with yourself that defines how you're going to be treated and as well as how you're going to treat others. And I think those are the two main facets of boundary setting, yourself and others, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, when it comes to why boundaries are important, it improves your relationship with yourself as well as your relationship with others. Um, So when you improve your relationship with yourself, of course you begin to build that self-esteem, right? And Mm -hmm. I've always believed that the ability to set boundaries in yourself and in your self-esteem are directly related. The more that you feel good about yourself, the more that you, see yourself as an important uh, being, the easier it is for you to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, Oftentimes, when we have issues setting boundaries, it's because we feel guilty and we have feelings of obligation uh, that are usually uh, unfounded. We misplace guilt often on ourselves. Um, And we minimize the importance of our own feelings and our own mental wellness, especially those of us who are caretakers. If we're used to caring for everybody all the time, oftentimes we minimize 
our own needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a good because you know, and that is so true um, because many times in, with caretaking, they don't, they don't caretakers and caregivers really don't set mm-hmm. boundaries for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they are often really burned out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's interesting just talking about caretakers, if we can take a little side note. Like I said, they're often burned out, and then uh, they feel guilty mm-hmm. about feeling burned out and about feeling like, I don't, I don't want to keep doing this or I don't feel like I can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when in reality, they just really need to pour into themselves and invest in themselves mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. or a lot of bit. Um, yeah. Okay. So I like that a lot of bit, <laughs> which is true. A lot of bit. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. they really don't, you know, they lose mm-hmm. themselves. It becomes all about mm-hmm. the one they're caring for. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's and so we important. Tell people, yeah. So and what important. we tell people. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go no, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, what we tell people when I go on these crisis calls is that, how are you going to be a caretaker for yourself? Mm-hmm. I think you said this before. Yeah, I, and that's what I was getting ready to, care, that's what I know? was actually re, getting ready to reiterate. It, it, that is so mm-hmm. important. I had to learn that. It's so important. Mm-hmm. I had to, and I, re, I repeat it in my mind. That's why I can repeat it so well to caretakers and caregiver as I still um, ministry at my church, caretaker, and then I, I see myself in my position as being, um, you know, because I'm in that social service field. So I see myself once again as being a caretaker. So I always have to tell myself, okay, you gotta, you've got to take care of yourself so you can continue mm-hmm. taking care of the ones you're taking care of. So it is so important. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. How are you going to present your best self and present the best care Mm-hmm. Um, to that person if you're worn out exactly. and that's just you know that's real mm-hmm. and your um, body you have to listen to your body because your body mm-hmm. will let you <laughs> let you know right so right mm-hmm. it will if you don't take a rest eventually it's going to force you to rest yes um your body will tell you <laughs> in a minute mm-hmm. what it needs. It gives it, yeah. It's going to get what it needs, yeah. whether voluntarily or by force. Exactly. Um, because we get all the warnings. We get, you know, it, it lets us know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So not only does it improve your relationship with yourself, it allows you to invest in yourself and your goals, right? But then it also improves our relationships with others. Mm-hmm. So not only does it teach others, does it, boundary setting, teaches others how you want to be treated, but it also increases the trust within relationships. Um, so number one, it increases that idea that, okay, I feel safe with this person because I know if I set a boundary, they're not going to try to cross it. Mm-hmm. Um, it also increases your chance to be vulnerable within relationships. So communicating those boundaries with your loved ones allows you the chance to receive support from them um, and, again, allows you to advocate and build that support system. Advocate for yourself within that support system 
um, increasing that communication and increasing uh, that level and that bond that you have with your loved ones. Okay. So, what are the consequences of having no boundaries? Um, I think we've discussed one of the biggest ones is feeling burned out. Mm -hmm. Um, In the helping profession, we call it compassion fatigue. Um, Mm -hmm. So there was a time, especially at the beginning of COVID, um, I'm trying to think how much detail to give. So we go out into the community as mobile crisis, right? Mm -hmm. And usually we're going into homes, but... At the beginning of COVID, right around when summer started, we were like, okay, to maintain physical distancing, we're going to stay outside. And, of course, as we know, in Georgia, it gets close to 100 degrees sometimes. And so being burned out with not taking a vacation, of course, dealing with all of the adjustments to COVID, um, not creating a boundary with my my supervisors and saying, hey, I need a day off, like this is too much. All of these things was leading me to being burned out, which leads to compassion fatigue. So after a while, it's like, okay, well, let me just get what I need to get out of the way. Um, When I'm doing a risk assessment, are you in any real danger? No? All right, well, then we can kind of wrap this up and we can go. And so I was seeing myself get to that mindset, and I said, okay. Those are signs that you need to take a break and take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I took, um, I think, at least a week off at that point to really just rejuvenate physically and mentally. Um, And so feeling that compassion fatigue affects how you treat uh, the individuals that you're caretaking Mm -hmm. for. Um, And then it can lead to feelings of resentment. Um, especially in closer, intimate relationships. If you are unable to set a boundary with somebody and they continuously place expectations on you that you feel um, is either unfair or that you're uncomfortable with, eventually you're going to start to resent that person. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can lead to feelings of resentment. And then feeling unsafe within that relationship. We spoke a little bit about being able to trust um, a loved one to not cross boundaries and to be able to communicate with them. But if you can't do that, do you really feel safe in that relationship? Do you feel like you can trust them? Do you feel like if you have a problem or a need, you can go to them with that problem or need? Um, And so boundaries are really there to create a sense of security which is what we as human beings need, um, and give us a chance to um, rejuvenate our bodies and rejuvenate our minds Um, and just allow for a really healthy relationship with ourselves and others. Okay. So what boundaries are not? Um... So we talked a little bit about this earlier, but they're not a, a, an excuse to treat others with disrespect. Um, so oftentimes you'll see a comparison between setting boundaries or avoiding. Um, and so avoiding would be things like uh, 
the silent treatment or just ghosting somebody or not communicating your needs to someone. Um, And this happens often with people who have difficulty setting boundaries and difficulty communicating their needs to others. They'd rather just pretend that we as humans are mind readers. God didn't give us that skill that I know of that gift, right? (laughs) Um, And we say, okay, well, if I don't talk to them, they'll know exactly what's wrong. (laughs) You know, this person loves me. They're supposed to know what's wrong. Mm. When in reality, just like we can't read their mind, they can't read ours either. And so avoiding communication is not a form of setting a boundary. Um, So they do not need to be inflexible. So we talked about their needing to be a balance. When boundaries are too rigid, when you can't let anybody in, you can't be vulnerable with anybody, that is a sign of a different problem. Maybe you have some trust issues. Maybe you have some trauma that you need to address. Um, So oftentimes we'll see people that come to therapy because they let everybody walk all over them and they feel burned out and, and fatigued. And then the other one is I can't hold a relationship or I have all these issues with um, my family or with my friends or my job because I keep everybody at a certain distance and I don't let anybody in. Um, So it's important to work to set boundaries that can be flexible and can be adapted if need be, if things change in your life or for relationship changes. And lastly, boundaries are not the same for everybody. Um, We talked about this too. Boundaries are shaped by our culture, our history, um, our environment, the family that we grew up in. So all of these things have an impact on what makes us anxious, what makes us uncomfortable. Um, And so my history is not the same Excuse me, my history is not the same as my best friend's history. And so things that I feel like are necessary to keep me uh, mentally and physically well may not be the same for her. Uh, So it's important to recognize that everybody's boundaries are going to be different. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that makes it, to me, even more important to communicate those boundaries to your loved ones and to those that you're around Mm -hmm. uh, so that they can be aware and not make any assumptions. And and Um, that's so true, Erin. I think um, when you were saying that, I thought about, um, and I see this in, in many, it's realizing that people are different because we have this thing people want you, you know you people want to put you in a box and everybody is mm-hmm. different you know everybody's mm-hmm. different personalities are different yeah. perspectives are different so i think mm-hmm. that that is real key that um it's not just about you yeah it is that right. we all need to set boundaries but once again we have mm-hmm. others to consider in in setting those boundaries as well exactly Exactly. And really uh, sitting down and taking all of that into account. Um, I think sometimes we just don't realize 
what we need and realize, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on all around us. And that just impedes our ability to communicate those kind of things yeah. to other people. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Definitely. That goes back to knowing yourself. And um, mm-hmm. once again, as we said, knowing what your needs are, not what your wants, mm-hmm. but what your needs are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And knowing the difference. Yes. Definitely yeah. Definitely knowing the difference. Yeah, knowing the difference. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so that is all I have as far as boundary setting. If you have any questions, of course, let me know. That but, is good. You know, that's the gist. <laughs> that was good. Oh, I know. Listeners, I know I did. That's a lot. That was good. Really good. Um, now the listeners might have some some um questions and so I always say I try to ask questions that I think the listeners would want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, um Aaron, I'm gonna tell you this is your commercial time, so tell the listeners, you know, um how they can contact you for your services and any um information that you know you wanna give and um Okay. Yes. Uh so my practice right now is virtually based. So um, if you are looking for a therapist that is um, doing virtual-based counseling, mm-hmm. that is me. Again, My the name of my practice is Words of Love Counseling, LLC. Uh, and you can contact me in a number of ways. So I am on Instagram. At Words of Love Counseling. Uh, So you can send me a message through there. Um, Of course, just remember that that is not confidential. So if you send me a message, I'll try to to reroute you to a more confidential method. Um, But you can also call me, my business line, at 770-746-5455. You can also email me at e williams at words of love counseling.com uh, and lastly of course you can go to my website words of love counseling.com uh, just click on the contact tab and it will take you to a little section where you can send me a short email about what you would like to discuss um, and set up a free consultation i have free 15 minute consultations um, so reach out I am here to help. Yes, wonderful. And I love, you know, I love this virtual. Once one thing (laughs) about, you know, I just see all the blessings um, that we, um, I I love when I hear, um, that's what I tell people, so many people have started uh, businesses, you know, and stepped out in Mm -hmm. um, the gifts and and talents that God has given them. And so uh, I love, um, you know, that we have, we've been blessed with all this wonderful technology. And that's great. So, Erin, yeah. are you um, just licensed for the state of Georgia or or can you do other states? Uh, right now we are, ju- we, I am just licensed for the state of Georgia. Um, okay. A lot of states are not 
reciprocal mm-hmm. or don't provide reciprocity. So, you know, you got to take their licensing exams mm-hmm. and you have to apply for all of that. So mm-hmm. right now I am just licensed in the state of Georgia. Okay. All right. So, just ask because since you're virtual, you know, you know some you people from other places. Yeah. Might, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to, to, to make sure we um, ask that question for our listeners. Yeah, um, Yes. Wonderful. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I'm telling you, um, one of the greatest gifts, you know, we, you know, it's no excuse now. I always say that it's no excuse as to why we don't reach out and get help Mm -hmm. because there's so many great Mm -hmm. resources and our our counselors are now. um, You know, used to, I realized back in the day that. Uh, our parents and, you know, our ancestors didn't have these great resources mm-hmm. and counselors. So um, we have prayed this source is here. So, you know, and people are still not reaching out for help that need uh, help. So um, I say that to um, my listeners, someone may be listening, um, and you may need help and not even realize you need help. So um, mm-hmm. it's a it, once again it's a blessing um, that we have wonderful counselors like Aaron to reach out to, and with this virtue, you don't even have to leave you, you your home. You can be <laughs> in your space. I love it. I love it because yeah. we got all this FaceTime and we got uh, with a Skype. We got so many. Yep. Um, you know, and so that's right. great. So it's, getting there is not an excuse. Exactly. There are no (laughs) excuses and no, you know, no reason why. why. The reason, the the question is why? Why aren't you? Why aren't you? So, never too late, but you have Aaron's information now. So, um, we um, look forward to you reaching out to her. Yes. And um, Aaron, I look forward to you um, joining us, coming back, joining us. I'm so excited because, once again, emotional health and mental health is an area that definitely need um, we need uh, education in. And so I mm-hmm. hope to be doing more of that um, uh, as far as our podcast is concerned. So we look forward to you Thanks coming back, having. joining us again. And um I knew that our topic was going to be on boundaries today. And I thought, I mean, the Holy Spirit is so awesome. Because I was like, I always, uh, my listeners, I always give them an encouraging word. I always want to give them um, something to encourage them before they leave each week. And so I thought, I said, wait a minute. We had a session, a lesson on boundaries. And so I went and pulled my little devotional. Um, we do our quarterly devotion um, each um, quarter. And so I pulled our, our devotional book, which I love, the word for you today. And so I found this, um, uh, This it says learn to, the topic is learn to um, set boundaries. And so oh, I was wow. supposed to actually it had been a little longer. It was March 20th. And so anyway, mm-hmm. I want to share this. It says um, the the scripture is um, coming from 2 Timothy 2, verse 5. And this is the um, what, the living, living Bible. Yes, from the Living Bible. And it says... Um, 
follow the rules. The topic is follow the rule, follow the Lord's rules for doing his work. And then, um, as I said, the, the title is um, a subtopic is learn to set boundaries. So it says, are you so eager to stay in everybody's good graces that you comply mm. with their every demand? You're not alone. Good people burn out every day because they can't set boundaries. And once that happens, it's hard to fix because none of us, not even those ordained by God, can break his natural laws without suffering. One Bible teacher writes, Once when I was complaining about my heavy schedule, I heard God's Spirit say, you're the one who makes the schedule. If you don't like it, do something about it. <laughs> Paul told Timothy, follow the Lord's rules for doing his work. As an athlete, follow the rules or is disqualified. Verse 5, not every problem is spiritual. Son, some, excuse me, some are physical. Furthermore, you can't blame the devil for things that are your own fault. We resent people who pressure us, yet we keep doing what they want, which feeds our silent anger. You're allowing yourself to be pressured by not taking responsibility for your own life. The fact is, many well-intentioned folks are walking around each day stressed out and depressed because they can't say no. They forget that Jesus is their example and that he had regular times of rest and renewal. The answer lies in, number one, putting your life under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Number two, learning to put first things first. Number three, Realizing you, too, have needs. And number four, not expecting everybody to understand when you set boundaries. The Bible says a friend loveth at all times. That's Proverbs 17 and 17. Not just when you comply with their wishes. So to fulfill God's will for your life, you must learn to set boundaries. And so that just that's a, a wow. lot of what you were um, saying and what you were talking about today um, when you were saying I thought about it as I was reading that, um, you know, you, you, you have to be honest with people so you're not walking around later angry and resentful to other mm -hmm. people when mm -hmm. you had the power to say no. You know, you had that was your choice. And you can't be angry at other people when you, you know, you didn't, you didn't set the boundaries that you have, should have said. And you're saying yes to something that your heart was really <laughs> saying, you, you know, and taking, as far as taking care of yourself, you, you know, your heart, you might want to say yes. But once again, you have to take care of yourself. 
Um, so I thought that was was great. Wow. That went right along. Thank with, you for sharing. That mm, was really good. Oh, thank God. Thank the Holy Spirit. We just listened. So I went to pool. I said, wait a minute. And I went back. It was just a few days back. But anyway, um, so listeners, I certainly hope um, you have uh, received something today. Um, as you know, from victim to victory's goal is to help you. Um, live a victorious life and living that abundant life that we talk about um, in uh, living a quality life and our best life here on earth. Um, and our role is, once again, to assist you and um, in making it happen through empowerment. We use these wonderful resources as our, in our team, like uh, Aaron today came and shared and just blessed us uh, once again with more wisdom and knowledge on how to uh, set boundaries and the importance of boundaries and what boundaries are. She did an excellent job. Um, you know, just sharing with us um, on boundaries. And so um, we, we, we just, God is just so good. He's blessed us with a dynamic team to come each week, you know, and they're professionals um, and experts in the areas that we educate in physical wellness, emotional um, and mental wellness physical wellness, financial wellness, and then um, our pre-planning area um, as well. And you have access to all of these great uh, resources. But, of course, as I always remind you, you have a part to play. <laughs> we all have a role to play. Uh, it's not just listening, but uh, also it goes along with that listening is your part as you have to play is the the being the the because we say empowering yes it's very empowering but it's we want to make it powerful and so in order to make it powerful you have to apply it but the first step i always say in fulfilling this program and living this abundant life is knowing your creator knowing the one who has given you life that's the first step is uh if you have not accepted him is your lord and savior do that this is this is the time and don't put it off because tomorrow you know is not promised so we have today and it's one day at a time he tells us one day at a time so today yep. is today right. um you know it's just a simple having a conversation with him and coming to him and uh telling him that you know you know that he is you are a sinner, we are sinners, and that he died for our sins so that we might have that eternal life with our Heavenly Father. And um, having that conversation and just praying and just being open and asking him to come into your heart that you want him to be your Savior and your Lord. Um, and that means you just surrendering like your life to him for him to lead and guide you. Um, because he knows, I always say, why it, it makes so much sense to go to the one who has created you and knows the plan he has for you. Um, so that's your first step. And after that, um, you know, things not saying that you're not going to have any problems. That it's going to be easy because we already know 
trials and tribulations are going to come. Those tests are going to come. But what we know is they come to make us stronger. Those challenges are the times that we grow. Like in this COVID season, it's a perfect example. I'm telling you, we are finding gifts and um, talents and the abilities we didn't know we had, <laughs> we <Right>. had. I <laughs> certainly do. know I have, and even in this this um, season, I have. I'm growing in technology. It is a challenge, but I am growing, and I have grown in it. So once again, um, you know, it's it, you're not alone. You have him there helping you and encouraging you, and and you don't have to wait for him because he's there. He's waiting on you. So, so that is, um, you know, what we want to encourage you to do always. And that's the number one step to living uh, this victorious life. Once again, the life that he has planned for us to live and being, um, and we are victorious. Not victims, we are victorious. It is, um, once again, it's a faith walk. So he's waiting on us to make that move and not be moved by what we see, but be moved by his word because he's faithful. And um, I always love to encourage you. That's one of the reasons for this great devotional. It is a great tool to use um, to uh, share and help strengthen and and grow your uh, spiritual relationship and your relationship with him. So I encourage you, um, we've started, uh, we're in, and time is going fast. We got one more month left in um, this devotional um, we got through May. So um, if you have not gotten on that list, um, you know, you still, it's always, anytime. And actually, I think I have some devotionals left from this court. It's not too late. So you have to just let Miss Mary know. Call her up, 678-910-4856 and say, hey, Miss Mary, I would like one of those devotional books. And um, while I'm at it, let's talk about that text word that goes out on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. There you go. Maybe the devotional book is, you know, not your thing, but that text, you know, it's quick and easy. It comes with a little um, scripture. It comes with a a wonderful um, word, an encouragement, an inspirational word, and then it has a little prayer. I'm telling you, and that is powerful. And the great thing, the other great thing I love about that is easy to share because it's text. So you can always forward. And always, you'll see in the text, Ms. Mary, so share this text, please. So you can always forward it to um, anyone else, family and friends. So um, I encourage you to do that as well. Just call me up and say, hey, Miss Mary, I want to be added to that, that word text. Um, inspirational word text and I would certainly be glad to do it I love sharing the word and there's power in the word I'm telling you there's power in the word all right just like there's power in prayer so uh listeners I want to thank you once again for joining me and thank you for inviting um and sharing uh with others uh how they can listen to the podcast and um, just reminding you that every Tuesday is when we upload our new podcast for the week. Um, we upload on Anchor, but I always encourage you guys to go to the website. And you know one of the reasons, one of the main reasons is um, we got that great resource center there that has some um, great helpful resources there 
that you will benefit from as well. And as I always say, if you don't think it's for you, then you probably know someone else who you can help um, and you can share that with and lead them there. We always don't think it's, I, I say that, and I remind you that it's not always about you. It's someone else because we want to be a blessing. Remember, we're a blessing to be a blessing. So we want to help others. So um, f- go to the website for um, the podcast. Just you click at the top in the menu. You'll see listen to podcasts and you click on that and it will take you right to all of the different uh, platforms right there. And so you can just pick whatever platform you want to listen to us on and it'll take you there. And um, our website uh, address is from victim, the number two victim from victim to victory LLC.com. That's our website. Once again, it's from victim with the number two, victoryllc.com. Okay? Alrighty. I want to um, thank you guys. I thank you so much for your support. I thank you, my partners, those of you who um, donate for our devotional books, as well as um, the donations for our Caregiver Appreciation Club. Um, you know how much we um, love and care for our care, care about our caregivers. And in this COVID season, it has been, you know, we've had to change up some things. I delivered uh, last weekend, actually, because um, we still try to do it on that fourth, that fourth um, weekend on that Saturday or Sunday. And now I'm, since we're having baskets done, I have to deliver. I'm not using edibles. Uh, arrangements right now anymore but uh, it is a pleasure it gives me the opportunity as well to say hello um, and um, at least give a smile and see a beautiful smile from my caregivers when I deliver um, the baskets and um, my partner does a beautiful job she's very gifted and talented Miss Cora is doing an awesome job at doing those baskets, and she sh- she certainly does enjoy them as well, Cora Blue. Um, so I want to give a um, kudos and a shout-out to her um, for the wonderful work and uh, she does with those baskets. And um, so I appreciate you because those donations help us with that as well. Okay. Alrighty, guys, I want to tell you about our event um, with Dr. Joy. We did a Zoom event, and it was wonderful. We had an awesome time, and she shared the, when she came on, she talked about the um, Save Lives movement, and I'm sorry, I apologize again for the sound. That was one we had issues with the sound. So I wanted to make sure that um, she um had an opportunity to get that information out there so um if you missed it i'm sorry you missed it but we will be doing um another uh event i hadn't decided miss mary might you know i know how i'm not a a facebook fan but i really need to get on facebook so we might do a live i don't know um but anyway dr joy we talked about those uh the great um 
pro-personal, with a personal um, that she has, and that's what we're talking about, how we're saving those lives with those wonderful necklaces, uh, pro-personal um, that protects against viruses, and also the home unit. So um, it was good. It was good. A lot of good information. And then Miss Mary, as she told you, call Miss Mary. Yes, I have the website set up now. <laughs> so... Um, you, we are um, now set up our website as well for that. And it's um, Valera. Oh, no, I didn't put it in front of me, and I don't want to say the wrong one. Um, but it is Valera. Well, I'll have to give you the website. Call me, guys, 678-910-4856, because I forgot I meant to put it in my uh, notes today so I could give it to you. But anyway, we had a really good time. It was a really good session. As I said, if you missed it, um, we are going to do another session um, with her. Um, and her and I have to get together on a date. But you, I told her in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so, And my couple is two. So I'll have to get together and talk to her about that. And I was certainly be letting you know. And I sent it out. And it went out on Facebook as well. So, um, and actually, if you go on Facebook, I forgot I did post it because I did record that. I remembered and recorded it. So it is actually on Facebook. Um, so go check it out on Facebook. Um, and, and, um see it I couldn't believe I put that on Facebook and then forgot I was in there on that <laughs> so I am on Facebook and so it's good because um, what we're doing the whole point is putting myself beside and my dislikes and what I don't like but we are helping people and saving lives so that's the great things because we want people to feel comfortable because now what I'm seeing is Aaron you're still with us what I'm yes. what I'm seeing is um and what I am beginning to see with it's it's always um and that's the spirit of Satan, that's the spirit of the devil. It, this this divide and conquer because that's what I'm starting to see is another division coming because people that have had the the um vaccine, the vaccination um, and then there's people people who've chosen not to get the vaccination. Now people have this; they don't want to be around the people who um, haven't had the vaccination. So um, that is that you know that's just that's just the devil. So um, and with the what um, we are providing with, yeah, that's not good. And so. It's another separation type thing. So I, um, it, it's, it's something that we really, really need to really, really talk about with that. Okay. Yeah, so with the necklace, the um, personal um, piece, the necklace, that really what I was saying um, and what I see is that sort of helps because it's, it's a, a security uh, protection against viruses. So with that, you know, that gives more comfort to being around. I guess if you have the necklace on, then people won't, if they, you know, haven't had the shot, that they'll 
still be more comfortable with um, having <laughs> you around if you didn't take the shot. But anyway, um, so that's, that's something else that would be um, another option for um, in that case. Because we, you know, um, it's, it's families and um, it's so important in this time. And we can, I, I hear a lot of fear I, when I hear and talk to people in the conversation. I pick up on fear and which really saddens me because um, that's another big gun the devil uses. Um, and so we, we, we can't live our lives in fear. We can't do that. So it is so important that we um, we just trust God, you know, and, and he, that he's faithful. He said he's going to protect mm-hmm. us and take care of us, and um, we just stand on his word. So, um, and don't let uh, people keep, you know, keep, keep you apart from your loved ones because that's what right. I see, you know, that's happening now that people are, you know, well, you haven't had your shot. You can't. That's so. That's just. Uh, we can't have that. We can't do that. That's not a spirit of God. And so, um, if we we're His and we know who our Father is, um, He's a good He's a good Dad. He's a good Father. He takes care of His children. So, just wanted to. Um, I just you know I I just thought of that. So it is, um, guys, once again, we want to check that out. But I will give, that's, that's my mistake. I did not bring the, the, um, the information that I should have um, to give you that, that information um, so you would have that. All righty. Let me just... Um, Oh, okay. You guys know also, I just want to remind you, check out my econ, uh, our financial wellness uh, company. You, I can get the, all of that from our website and our resource center. And then Exenula, also our physical wellness um, company. So you can take a look at all of those, once again, on the website and the resource center. Okay. Okay, guys. Well, I appreciate you once again, and I thank Aaron so much for joining us. And um, remember, guys, um, this great information, um, we can't, we, it's powerful when we apply it. So, and boundaries is so important, and uh, it was so um you know, we, we just learn. I know I did. <laughs> I always do. I always say, if nobody else, but I know they do. Uh, Aaron, I know our listeners have uh, certainly been encouraged and um, got something. We all, always, every week, that's what I say. I love and always um, are blessed to be with all the great information that's imparted in us. So we can't, we can't, you know, that that's... um. We, we, um, the word says that because of lack of knowledge, we perish. So we can't say that. What we need to do work on is applying it and making it powerful. That's when it's powerful once yeah. we apply it. So it's not that Amen. we're not getting it because we make sure that's what we do um, from victim to victory. 
every week is we um, have someone from our team to come on and share great information and knowledge with you. So, alrighty. So, I am going to, because um, you know Miss Mary will be going on and on. So, <laughs> but I want to thank all of you once again um, for joining us and tuning in. And I love you guys. And I'm sounding off until next week. I am Miss Mary with From Victim to Victory. I'm your host and facilitator and holistic wellness coordinator. And you guys remember um, to uh, take care of yourselves. And today we've learned we have to be good at setting boundaries. Okay? All righty. So peace and blessings. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.